Welcome to this episode of Mike's Notes. Today's episode is going to be a little different. This is going to be the audio of a YouTube video I recorded for my blog. So if that hasn't turned you off already, um, you can proceed with caution. The impetus was to explain to people how I read. There's this idea that comes up over and over in the books I read that seeing is believing and you have to observe someone doing something for you to realize that it's possible. And this happens for comedians, it happens for academic researchers, it happens for people in a whole host of fields where once they see one person doing it, they're like, oh, okay, that thing is okay to do, or oh, that's another way to do this thing, or here's this idea that I didn't really know that I could talk about and research, but I can really dive deeply into. So what you're about to hear is the audio for a video I made about how to read more and how I read more. So some of this video isn't going to make sense because I hold the book up to the camera. Uh, if you want to see the video, you can go to thewaiterspad.com. It's in a post called Reading Part Do. Um, and then if you're interested in reading, uh, that's what's going to follow. Thanks for listening. Every once in a while, people will email me and ask about how I read books and like like what my workflow is or if there's any tips to read more or anything like that. I just wrote a blog post about how to read more in 2017, which covers all of the basic stuff that I do, like try to make reading easier, read things that you enjoy. Um, you can find that at thewaiterspad.com. But every once in a while, people will also ask me um, like how I, how I read an actual book, like what the workflow is. So... Um, I thought we could just make a quick video that addressed uh, some of the ideas and the things that I think. I really, the Kindle is nice um, as far as taking books places. It's really convenient. I like it. Um, you can get digital library books on here now, which is also really cool. But it's not my favorite. I really do prefer the physical book. Um, I like this uh, because I remember more from this book. I don't know what it is. It probably has something to do with how we have such a large... Um, mental capacity for visual things, but there's something about the book where if I read something in this book and uh, I try to remember exactly what it is, I can remember where on the page it was. Like, oh, that was an idea that was in, you know, the lower the lower right here, and, and it was like closer to the end of the book than the beginning, and that's not something that I get with the Kindle. I don't have that same sort of recall with it. So understanding that uh, physical books are uh, a lot better for me. Physical books are also... Uh, really really inexpensive if you get on amazon you can often find used books for like a penny like i got um i got station 11 this was one cent plus 3.99 for shipping so for four dollars this was really really a, like a fantastic deal and there's all kinds of books like that plus you have library books that you can you can uh, borrow as well so when i get a physical book which is what i prefer what i'll do is i will go ahead and take a red pen this was an idea I got from Jason Zweig. He said, oh, in some podcast that he likes to read with a red pen. And I had been reading and writing and taking notes in black. And then he said red. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, red. That's, of course, red makes, um, red makes a little more sense. So I started using a red pen. Um, and I really like the way that things jump out at you when there's a red pen. So what I'll do is I'll take a red pen and I will just um, take all kinds of marginalia. So that's my chicken scratch. It's really, it's really not pretty or anything like that. But it really does help um, 
it really does help to bring things out and make things clear. Like, uh, for example, so Greenblatt, um, over a couple pages, he's writing like these four or five key things that he looks for in an investment. And so what I'll do is, just to make it stand out more, you can see maybe the number three there. See, number three is growth. So that'll be something I take in the margin. Anytime there's a list, I try to write in the margin, like this is number one, this is number two, this is number three. And so um, writing them helps me remember them better. It helps me um, articulate what the big ideas were. Sometimes what I'll do is I will just, um, sometimes I'll just write a quote if it's really good. So here Greenblatt writes, um, everyone can't be a contrarian. It's really anything that jumps out at me. Uh, sometimes it's just a single line, sometimes it's a direct quote, sometimes it's an idea, sometimes it's something that connects to something else, like um, here we have Greenblatt writing, quote, the investment opinions of value lines research analysts were once included in the ranking system, but this input was dropped long ago as the system performed better without them. So we have... Um, we have the investment opinions, I underlined opinions, and then this is a note that I have uh, in a lot of the books that I read. It's C also, or just C or S-A, and here I have C also, Kahneman, Mobison, um, 2015, Santa Fe Institute, on uh, talk on YouTube. So I know that Mobison and Kahneman talked about this idea of simple models doing better than opinions. And so when Greenblatt writes about that, I want to write down that that's a connection that I that I remember. That's something that I've seen before. So I'll go through the book and I'll just take all kinds of margin notes. Um, and then when I get, as I go, what I'll do is each time I come up with an idea, I will write it in my own index. So I have my own index here of ideas, and what I'll do is, is we can see in this index that the first idea that I had from this book was the Efficient Market Hypothesis, E-M-H, and that was on page 16. So that if I go, if I want to um, look at this index and see what the big takeaways were, I can see, okay, I took one note on the Efficient Market Hypothesis, then I wrote down Relative Performance Derby. I think that's a phrase from... Seth Klarman's book, Margin of Safety, but I wrote it down. That's on page 21. And then my next note is that you have to be different. And so we have be different here in my own index, and it's listed twice. It's listed on page 23 and on page 245. So as I read, I just go through if an idea comes up and then I come across it later, like be different. I wrote that when I was on page 23, but then when I got to page 245 later in the book, I wrote that page down next to it. <clears throat> and as you do this index, or as I do my indexes, I see that there's certain ideas that come up over and over again. So in the case of Greenblatt's book, the big idea was margin of safety. So we have margin of safety here. And there's my first note on it, and there's my second note, and then this other thing that related, here's more notes. And then as I read the book, I realized I needed to include this, and then I needed to include this. And so margin of safety is really this big idea, whereas something like um, skin in the game. Skin in the game in some books is going to have a larger section here. Um, it was only listed one time or at least one time that I took notes on. So what I'll do is I will take this index, and then once I finish the book, sometimes I'll write down like 10 things I learned or just the big ideas. Sometimes I don't. And then I take my phone, and I take a picture with my phone, 
of the index. And then I will save that picture to Evernote. And then in that same Evernote note, what I will do is I will type up everything I wrote down here so that it is in text format. That means that when I search Evernote for something like EMH, or I search Evernote for margin of safety, it's actually typed in in here. Evernote um, has handwriting software recognition so that if you write something it can identify that. My handwriting stinks. It does not work for me. So I type all of those things out and then if I go to the Evernote search bar and I type in margin of safety or EMH or something like that, then this note will come up and I will see that, okay, that's on page, you know, 28 of the Green Black Book or something like that. So it doesn't give me exactly what I need to know, but it gives me like, uh, you know, something close. It points me in the right direction. It gets me, um, it gets me started down the journey. This system works pretty well for me. The biggest problem that I have with this system, if you want to try to adapt it or adopt it, is that uh, I don't write down enough. I don't take enough notes. Like, um, you know, I have a fair number of notes in this green blot book, but every once in a while I'll come across an idea and I know that I've read it somewhere, but I can't remember where. Like I read, um, I reread Howard Marks and then like a few weeks later I read Seth Klarman and then I, a few weeks later I read, um, Joel Greenblatt here. And those three guys all have a lot of the same ideas. So when I read them, um, some of those ideas got mushed together and that's not like, for my own practical use, that's not a big deal because I have that idea and I know that it's been repeated and so I understand it. But if I'm going to cite it in writing or use it in a podcast or include it in a book, I really need to get the attribution right. So um, if anything, I should take more marginalia and not less. And that's how I read books. That's how um, I prefer physical books. I try to take as many notes in the margin as possible. Red pen jumps out better than black pen. And I try to create an index, which really provides a nice overview of what I learned in the book. Um, if you want to take any of that and see how it works for you, uh, cheers. Thanks for watching.